Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Steppin' Community Podcast. This is the podcast that we do live every week, immediately following the Steppin' Weekly AMA that's in the Steppin' Discord server. This is a podcast of the community. We've got multiple co-hosts on every week, and every week we try to bring on a special guest from somewhere different around the world so we can really celebrate the diversity of the entire Steppin' community, no matter where we are, everywhere worldwide. We got a lot of great stuff to talk about this week. It's been a big week. We will quickly go through a review of kind of the big topics of the week, our impressions of what we just saw in the uh, in the AMA, what we heard. Uh, had it rebroadcasted this week on Twitch. So for those that can't get to Discord, you're able to hear it right here. Then at the end, we're going to open it up to a, a question and answer session from anybody in chat. We got some giveaways. We got the ability to give away some activation codes, some GST, uh, a lot of stuff. So if you stay till the end and ask really good questions and we put them up on the stream and answer, you have a chance to uh, to win some big prizes as well. I hope everybody is having a great week. I know I am. I see you, Kitty Cat, up on K Train screen. We're going to go through and, uh, um, and uh, introduce each of our co hosts briefly and then. Uh, and then hear from our special guest this week, Andrew Mason, who is uh, one of the U.S. ambassadors and also has a big event going on in New York City. Let's start up at the top left. Beth, I'm glad you're here. How are you doing this week? Hi. Um, pretty crazy week. Uh, not much sleep, but, you know, just stepping every day. Absolutely. There, top middle, I see the U.S. ambassador, the guy that runs Stepping Daily. How's it going, K-Train? Good, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a wild week. Absolutely. Exciting. I see a cool shirt there behind you. That goes along with the guy that's up on the top right. We had what I believe is the biggest Steppin' live event in the history of all Steppin' ever. It was close to 200 people. I, I counted over 150 that were just in the one picture alone. I see Bitcoin Daily up there. Jay, how are you, brother? What's up? What's up, man? I'm doing great, man. It was a, a, an insane week, not only because of all the events going on with, uh, with Steppin, but because of the big event. Um, and I know Andrew's definitely going to be uh, challenging those numbers. So excited to see uh, how that turns out. Very cool. And Andrew, down in our bottom left-hand corner, this man has had a crazy busy, not just week, but weeks. He's been back and forth from, from New York to L.A., to where was it minnesota andrew minnesota las vegas yeah vegas all over the place across the country and back this week yeah u.s ambassador got the new york city event coming up Uh, welcome i'm glad you're here thanks for having me absolutely excited to be here tell us a little bit about like what got you into crypto in the first place like how did you find crypto and and what's this current thing that you do with gary v um i invested in bitcoin and ethereum back in like late 2017 early 2018 so I got in at pretty good point. I think it was just from kind of friends, you know, putting it on my radar and I, you know, threw some money in that. I was like, you know what, if this goes to zero, it's not going to make or break bank. Always trying to, you know, invest with means that, you know, I have available that, you know, aren't going to put me on the street and make me homeless, so to speak. Um, but uh, yeah, I've been working for Gary Vee for the past year and a half, two years. Uh, I make a bunch of his content. Uh, his Instagram videos, TikTok videos, I film and travel with them occasionally. Um, so that's why I was just in Minnesota for VCon, which was a massive NFT conference. Uh, some music performances there. Just there was like 7,000 people at US Bank Stadium where the Vikings play football. Really, really awesome event. Great energy. Um, 
I left that feeling even more invigorated about the space. And it kind of came at this interesting time where the markets in this shifted to this bear market. Um, still was really great to see like the enthusiasm and positivity going on. You know, market corrections are always scary, never a good thing, but long-term it's great. Shakes out some of the questionable people in the space. Uh, a lot of NFT projects that, you know, aren't necessarily moved to earn that are just on open sea. You know, there's so many that are just kind of rug pulls that are out to scam people and things like that. So it, it's good overall for the health of the community long-term. Um, and it was just good to see people staying positive and, and connecting. And once again, seeing people in person for the first time, uh, everyone kind of knows people by each other's discord name. So it was nice to put yep. faces to those handles, uh, and really just get more of a sense of the community and like you really, you really feel the energy and the, the, the positivity rather than just people messaging through, uh, the discord app. So, uh, very excited for the future of not only stepping, but the whole NFT space and crypto space in the future. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I've experienced that same thing at Twitch cons and Destiny community cons and and heck, even even the the you know regular conventions where you just get people together that be at a sci-fi convention or whatever. Um, I think these live events like the one we just had in Miami, uh, the one you've got that's getting ready to come up in New York are a perfect opportunity to kind of meet these people face to face that you've been talking to in Discord for hours a day for for months, give us a little bit more of the details about uh, about the New York event and, and what it's looking like. Yeah, so it's coming up a week from today, uh, 3 p.m. We're gonna meet up. Uh, I think I'll, I'll give about 30 minutes for people to kind of gather and longer if, uh, if need be based off of the numbers. Uh, then we're gonna kind of do a little group stretch, warm up. I'm gonna send the runners or anyone with the trainer off first. And then I'll have anybody with a walker or jogger follow so we don't block the path. It is a 2.5 kilometer loop around the reservoir. So if people want to go once and stop and hang out, more than welcome to do that. If people want to go twice, also more than welcome to do that. And I did it right at three because that's when that energy refresh happens. So hopefully everyone's at 100% right then and there. Um, afterwards, we're going to do a sneaker raffle. Mm -hmm. So everyone's going to check in with me. They'll get a <laughs> raffle ticket and we'll put it in a bucket randomly draw someone out of the hat uh and that person's going to get an nft sneaker thanks to the stepping team uh i need to touch base with jason as well but hoping to do a gst giveaway maybe whoever's traveled the furthest maybe whoever has you know whoever thinks they have the worst stat shoe maybe we'll, we'll get um, something or yeah yeah so and also open up any suggestions anyone has absolutely want this to be you know beneficial for everyone yep we can see uh, up there behind k train the Step in Miami shirt, uh, Jay made those, and they turned out phenomenal. They're they're made they're made of that that really nice material too. That's that's great for for being outside and exercising. I understand that you've got something similar, Bacon. I know Victor for Chicago has hats that he's making. Can you uh, can you give us any any reveal, any idea of what your shirt's going to look like, or is it completely secret? Um, yeah, it's not it's not as a. Uh colorful as that it's just a uh, black with uh, the white stepping logo sort of on the left chest and then stepping across the back um and then they are a a dry fit type material so they should be good for running and working out as well awesome well i'm so glad I've you're ordered, here i've ordered 105 of them i currently let's check the numbers 186 registered on eventbrite right now so first come first serve awesome. uh you know i'm not not necessarily expecting all 185 to be there but 150 plus is going to be a phenomenal turnout that's a good number because I only had 50 shirts. They were gone in 10 minutes. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. 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 Again, Jason and the team was nice enough to, to provide funding for that. No pressure, Andrew. But, you know, in our minds, if you don't have more people than we had in Miami, it's a failure. 
I, you're right. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. No, uh, you, but jokes here. aside, yeah, I mean, we want everyone just to come out, have fun, meet Absolutely. each other, and and really yeah. uh, emphasize this the social fi aspect of Depp. And since it's been more strictly game fi until the team rolls out additional features. Yeah, that's the best part. And I think they're seeing it in the events they did in Australia, the events they're doing in, in Athens. Uh, we got Paris coming up, I guess, the same day as New York City. Uh, Chicago, Austin. Like, they're happening all over the world. And it, it's it's clear that when people show up and get to meet each other in person, and, and you know, it, it just adds such a layer to this game to have real human beings behind it that are going out and exercising and, and seeing the ones that are actually full out running, the ones that are jogging, the ones that are walking, earning the energy, um, the excitement at it. We had folks for the Miami event that traveled as far as LA. One guy came from Cancun. Some came from Texas. Like they came from all over. I'm sure your New York event will be the same way. You'll have folks that'll come from all over and that, that, that's fun. That's special. There's, there's very few projects that get an opportunity to do stuff like this for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's also very exciting that this project's literally six months old and this is where we're at already. So thinking like a year from now where we're, we could potentially be is also just very exciting to think. Very cool. We got a ton of topics. I want to start burning through them. I'm going to go through kind of a list of the big ones that popped up for me over the last week and what I heard in the midweek AMA and in the AMA that we just listened to. We'll try to go through these quickly and get everybody an opportunity to give an opinion on each one of the topics. Um, I'll even let you guys pick the order. I'll, I'll kind of go in, in order and have you guys pick ones that are important to you. So be thinking about them as I list them out. Then chat, we're going to have an opportunity to open this up to Q&A where we're going to bring your questions from the Twitch chat up live on stream and answer them directly. And then we'll have some, some giveaways for those folks that ask good questions. Um, the big topics to me that really stood out over the last week and from the AMAs were uh, the, the, the stuff that was discussed in the midweek AMA on Thursday, the FUD, the, 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 all of that that's going on. I think that's a big one. The third and fourth realms. I was listening to Bitcoin. Uh, no, yeah, Bitcoin. I was listening to Stepin Daily last night. And a K train has a a crazy idea for the fourth realm, so we'll go through those. Uh, the the Dex was announced on Thursday. This multi chain Dex, I think this has got a chance to be the number one Dex with the highest volume, and completely will change how we play this game as we're on two chains now and expand to a third chain and fourth realm and everything else. That's a big one. Menting scrolls, we're hearing more and more information about that over the, the weeks. There was an AMA earlier in the week. Uh, it wasn't a step in AMA, but we still heard a lot more about the minting scrolls. There's some good videos out on that. Shared energy, we know that's about three weeks away. We're going to hear more alpha next week. Sounds like it's going to change how we play the game. That's a big one. Badges, coin market cap has a chance to get badges, and those are going to be added to the game now. That's a big one. The panda skin event with the re-roll of skins and the re-roll of gem socket quality. GMT use cases. Um, the, the TOS and how it lists some countries and what happened with China and the ban. I think that's a big topic. New app update that Jerry sounds very excited about. It's going to have new systems included that are key to phase four. I think that's important. We, we hit level five gems now in the marketplace. That's a big one. The AMA, they also talked about the DAOs, the DAO, and, uh, and what that means and if we're going to go that direction. Those are the big ones I heard. If you guys have additional ones, please bring them up as I call on you. If, uh, if, if you guys are ready, let's, let's start up at the top left with Beth. Beth, which one of those really stood out to you and is something that you want to you go into more depth with? Um, so much going on. I actually, um, I, the, the part about the FUD um, is the most, hits home most for me because I'm in the Discord chat and I'm in the newbies chat and I saw it so much, so much. And so um, if 
if you hear things like that, like you got you got to direct those people to listen to the AMA because hearing it from Jan and Jerry is so much different than hearing it from people in the chat. And then hearing that their plans and the 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 plan for sustainability and longevity and stuff like that, like people will get into your head, but you hear it from Jan and Jerry and you hear them like you you feel that confidence and that trust in them because they're looking out for us. So one of the biggest things that I that I heard um, was that they were they were making sure that even the people in China, right, that they had the time to be able to like figure out their funds and stuff like that to make sure that they're not getting screwed over either. Um, and you just hear that in Jan and Jerry's voice, and you hear that their compassion for the community and how they want it like that. I'm freaking out still and processing because they said that they're gonna introduce a new system and a new way to play step in. And I'm like, wait, I'm only good at running. Like, I don't know what's going on? So still processing that. But the, that piece is the, the one that hit home the most. I hear you. K-Train, what do you think? What do you think about the midweek AMA and the FUD and everything going on? Oh, I love what Beth said about, like, if somebody is having genuine doubts in the project, you got to listen to the, the weekly AMA. Um, you got to hear it from, from Jan and Jerry. Um, I mean, that's why I'm so bullish on this project is because those guys. So, yeah. Absolutely. Jay. What's up? Um, man, I think, yeah, this week, this week was, I think, what took the biggest toll on the community was just all the FUD. Um, and this is something that's very common overall in crypto. Um, and especially and and it especially takes over new users in the community um and it and it kind of spirals out of control right i've i heard things as far as uh the founders of step in were arrested in china you know like i heard things like that all throughout the week and i'm like what are you guys talking about somebody even sent me a screenshot of um the uh at step in account uh said deleted or removed or something like that like you know there was so much fud this week um and like people need to understand like like even now right in the chat somebody was saying bnb is dead like guys if you're still making your roi back in a month like what other project can you invest in and get your money back in a month like you're upset because you can't get your roi in a week like it doesn't mean the project is dead or that BNB is dead or anything like that, guys. Um, and and so like the the other thing is like people that are a lot of people that are talking about these things, they need to really do more research most of the time um, because they don't know their numbers. And when you don't know your numbers and you're speaking without knowing your numbers, that doesn't add that doesn't help anybody. Right. So um, so I think that's the main thing man. people really need to do their research unless they're they're well educated and, you know, they've run all the numbers and, you know, don't like at, at least don't be calling the project dead when it's not dead. It's the furthest thing away from dead. Um, yeah, I, I had to for myself, I had to kind of, you know, um, not be in the discord that much this week because it was just way too toxic for me. Um, so I just went out and ran every day, like I've done every week, and um, and yeah, man. For sure, Andrew, you were at a live convention. People knew that you were a step in ambassador there. I'm sure you even had live people coming up to you and 
asking I actually, about the FUD. What was your kind of perspective on it? I actually had a couple people just say hello, but I was so busy. They're like, sorry, like, let me, let me know when you're done and let's grab a drink after, which I still, I was working 16 hour days for like six days straight. So it was crazy. Um, uh, just echoing Jay's sentiment there. The general chat on Discord can be pretty disheartening and a good source of disinformation as well as a place where you can also get education out of it. But just really doing your own due diligence and, and checking with uh, some of the senior people or some people who have been in the Discord longer to like fact check. Um, you can always check the white paper for things like that. Um, it, it's, it's tough. It's tough in the crypto space. Um, you know, a lot of NFT projects are rug pulls and stuff like that. So you do have to be careful. I will say I really, really respect and value this team. And that is one of the reasons why I'm very bullish on it. You know, even from, if you think about them selfishly, right, they want the project to be successful for their own, you know, personal gain. So they, of course, are looking out for the community because they want this project to succeed long term. They want it to thrive. They want it to be a, a, a base for other uh, projects to be able to launch from. So I think just thinking more long term and less short term is really something that would help a lot of people and being patient. Um, just, yeah, you just have to be careful in the space. But overall, you know, long term, very bullish on the project. My big takeaways uh, from the midweek AMA, even the one that Gilgamesh did in the Discord server, was just how transparent this team always is. John and Jerry are fully doxxed. They get on, you know, at least once a week for a weekly AMA, but then usually multiple times a week for AMAs. Other places, midweek AMAs, they're, they're, they're hopping into Discord and talking to people. They're responding on Twitter. And, and, and the transparency is almost, like, if I was a PR agency and I was advising these guys, they're almost too transparent, right? They're, they're, they're emotional at times, and you can see their frustration. Um, and my big takeaway from the midweek AMA was when Jerry talked about the research he did into the origins of the FUD and how they can actually trace some of this FUD back to people that are shorting the GMT and they're, they're purposely putting FUD out there to try to make their shorts. Uh, competitor clone projects that are cloning uh, Steppen and, and, and they wanna try to, try to put disinformation out there and make Steppen not as successful so that people start looking at these other projects. Um, the, um, the IP addresses that they can see the FUD is coming from, the bot attacks that seem to be directly tied to the FUD and how over 100 million uh, DDoS attacks are happening on average per day and how it all kind of ties together. That transparency was, was enlightening to me because they're, they're not only feeling it, but they're also starting to understand that it's not necessarily our community or the players that are creating this FUD. It's coming from outside factors as well. And that affects our community. So as we're able to understand that and maybe weed that out, that helps a ton. And then, you know, you add in China and, and some of this other stuff and, and it just gets crazy. But um, the, uh, the, the sources of the FUD and thinking about when you see somebody pop up in Discord and over and over and over, they're saying crazy things, asking yourself, hey, is this somebody that actually plays the game or not? I think helps my understanding of, of maybe where this FUD's coming from. So that was, that was my big take home uh, for sure. For sure. You guys ready for another one? We think K Train. What other big topic over the last week or uh, from the AMA stood out for you? Are you going to go for your fourth realm theory? No. no <laughs> that, 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 if you want to hear that, you got to listen to Stephen Daly last I hear night. You. <laughs> I did. Uh, I was that was a, fu a, a fun combo, though. Yeah. Uh, what I heard and something I really, really like to hear 
It was, Jan said um, there's going to be a completely new way of playing the game on Solana. Yep. And that, to me, is huge because a lot of the people that started, they started on Solana and then Binance came out and they felt like they were forgotten, you know, and they kind of felt like the team's just going to let the Solana side die and everyone's making all this crazy money over on the Binance side. And I feel for them, you know, and I'm big on Solana. I haven't sold any of my Solana sneakers because I know how this team operates. And when people, when people's feelings get hurt, the team like comes back and takes care of them. And I feel like that's kind of what they're going to do with the people that are still, you know, kicking it on Solana. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's what I heard that I really, really liked. Yeah. This stood out. Yeah, I mean, for some of us in like, in the US, for example, we don't have access to the Binance chain. So there really only is, you know, Solana for us. So to, to your point, when you see people making $1,800 when you're making 250 it's still great, but it's like, that is a huge, huge discrepancy in, in gap. Yeah. This stood out huge to me when they were talking about the energy sharing. And Jan went into to more depth than I expected him to that when the energy sharing system rolls out, this new system they have, we currently share 100% of the energy between chains, and it's changing to something less than 100%. And it's not just going to be a simple 90% is shared or we're going to a 50-50. It's actually a brand new way to play the game. And as you play the game differently, it's going to come up with completely different strategies and mechanics of how you play on Solana. And not only is Solana going to be the platform to earn GMT on, but it's also going to be the platform for, for you to, to use this new technique. And for me, it's, it, it matches perfectly with the energy sharing and what we haven't seen yet and what's coming and how you'll share that energy across to the, to the Binance chain, how you share it to the third realm, how you'll share it to the fourth realm and, and, and how all that works. Um, so, so I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited for, for all the new mechanics coming, but especially this energy share and seeing this brand new way to strategize and come up with, with, with ways to play differently. What'd you think Jay about, uh, about the energy share changes and stuff? Yeah. Uh, it was very interesting. Um, it seems like what they're doing is creating like a, a dynamic energy sharing, uh, mechanism, kind of like they have it set up right now for minting, mm -hmm. uh, where it, it changes depending on where the price of GST is. Um, it seems like that's kind of the same direction that they're going. Um, I think I, I heard him and, and it's not just this AMA, but like past AMAs and other interviews that, that I've listened into um, where they said that basically what they're going is for, for that balance equilibrium. Right. Um, and, uh, and the, it all started with, with the minting, that dynamic minting prices, and they're kind of taking that same idea now and uh, going to use it for um, the energy sharing and the multiple realms and all that. Um, that's what I've kind of taken away from it um, so far as I've been listening to the different things. So it's gonna, it's gonna be very interesting to see exactly how it works because he said that, like, he, like you said, um, that Solana is going to play a, a big part in that. So there's going to be different strategies now that, that we're going to have to come up with to, to see what's the optimal way to use, you know, if we're on multiple chains. So um, I think that's, that's all really interesting. Yeah. The other thing I heard him say this week uh, was to a question where somebody said something about how you use your energy or how far you go on Solana will help affect 
how that energy is shared to the other chain. And he said something like, oh, that's a really good idea. You're just going to have to see what it looks like when we come out with this new way to play the game that is the new energy sharing. Did you hear that, Beth? Did that did that ring for you of like, hey, there's this new strategy. It's going to make you play the game differently. Did Were your, were your gears going in your brain of, of like what that may mean? Because you, you, you run now on, on Binance every day, right? So are you thinking you might have to run some on Solana and some on Binance? How did you take that? I, I walk now on Binance. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best. Oh my God, my legs are so happy right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know from the midweek AM or the one with Barn Dog that he was saying that um, people will want to buy Solana shoes, that they're going to make, they're adjusting the energy sharing so that it'll make Solana user activities more interesting. And so from then we were like, okay, we need more Solana shoes as well. Um, now I'm just like, okay, we just need all the shoes, just all the shoes. <laughs> I feel like this last AMA was just a, a teaser just to drive me crazy, you know? Um, and so I'm ready for that next one because I want like legit details on what is happening, what is with the new system, what the energy sharing is going to look like. Cause now it's just a guessing game. Um, but just continue stacking with GMT, with sneakers, all of that. And then just investing in the game and it, and that's what makes it fun absolutely andrew do you have anything more about the energy share you're uh your i honestly it's like play? yeah i mean i i'm just you know excited for it i guess i i don't really know what to expect i don't know if that means that like certain days that you'll have more energy than other days and be able to go further um Anytime the team shakes something up, it's always, you know, I'm a little bit apprehensive because I'm so happy with the product as is, but they're always making improvements. So uh, I'll just have to wait and see. Absolutely. Jay, you're up. What big topic still got stood out to you that you want to touch more on? I'm sorry, did you say me? Yes, you sir. Skipped out a little bit. <laughs> uh, um, let me see. What what did we, we cover? The FUD and the energy. Um, I think the other thing that that other than the realms, I think the realms are really interesting, and I'm very excited, obviously, about uh, how that's going to change the, the the game overall. Yeah. Um, but another thing that I was um, that I've been kind of thinking about is the decks. That's so hoping you'd decks. go there because you're the you're you're the trader guy, right? So what does this yeah. mean to have a deck so, that maybe is attached so, to spending and and allows us to 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 trade the currencies and. And number one decks and multi-chain. How does that work? Yeah, so I, I mean, the cool thing about the decks, which um, I think is very bullish overall for the project, is that remember when there's when you're when you're exchanging uh, coins and providing liquidity and things like that, um, there's fees attached to this. So that means that this is going to be another source of revenue overall for the project because. Um, right now, like um, if you're exchanging, I'm not sure if if the fees that we're paying, if it's going to step in right now um, or if it's going to, you know, if it's being provided somewhere else. I'm not sure exactly how it works since it's like all within the app. Um, but once a DEX becomes available and especially through all the multi chains, you know, um, all the volume that's happening, all the trading is gonna is going to be happening within the decks itself, which is being run by Steppin. So um, not not only do they do are they going to be making uh, or are now they're gonna have a revenue stream from this, 
Um, but you know, uh, people like us will be able to provide liquidity with our, you know, GST or GMT and, um, and be able to, to earn some profits and stuff like that, you know, uh, just kind of by letting what we have just kind of sit there. So um, th it, this definitely brings in, I think, more, uh, even more strategies overall to the game, more ways to kind of, you know, let's say you go out for a walk or a run, uh, you earn some uh, GST or GMT, and then instead of cashing out, uh, you put it, you provide liquidity with the G GST or GMT that you just earned, and now that earns you even more money. You know, so it definitely brings more levels of complexity for the person that wants to get to those levels of complexity. But, um, you know, if you're just a runner like Beth, uh, you don't need to get into those levels, right? You can just go for a run every day, earn your money, and that's it. You don't need to, to get into such com uh, levels of complexity. So um, I, I definitely love it and uh, love the direction it's going. Definitely. K-Train, what do you think about the deck stuff? It's a big announcement. I'm so excited about it. I currently put uh, some of my GST and GMT into liquidity pools on Orca. Uh, so I'm all about those those liquidity pools. And I like how Jay said, like, um, you don't have to use it if you don't want to, but it'll be a fun little thing for for us people that like to get all crazy with, uh, with our money, I guess. <laughs> um, but I, I mean, I have a lot of questions about it. Like, like can the decks be a realm on its own? Like, are we going to have you know, a, a Dex realm that we hop into when we go in, you know, w when we go to it. Um, that's, a, that's a big question. That I also am curious, like, are they doing it completely on their own? Or are they going to team up with somebody like Orca or uh, somebody else? Uh, I'm kind of, I mean, I'm, I'm so excited about it. I think it's going to be great. Um, somebody mentioned on Step and Daily last night that it, it's going to help the GST prices even out because you're not going to have to go from your Solana wallet to somewhere else and then to your Binance wallet, you're gonna be able to just go Solana, you know, in-app DEX right over to your Binance side. So like, you're gonna be able to quickly exchange things uh, much easier. Does that mean that someone in the US would be able to play on the Binance side through that? We already can. Everybody in the US can play on the Binance side just through the app itself, right? You buy stuff in the Got marketplace and, and play, but it would allow you to you know, exchange back and forth an app, certainly much, much easier than having to send a FTX or send a KuCoin or send somewhere else. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Sure. What do you think about the Dex, Beth? Um, I'm really excited for this because they're onboarding so many Web2 users who don't have, they're not crypto natives, right? And so even for me, it's quite difficult to learn like all these new websites um, and how to, how to navigate and everything like that. And so Essentially, in my mind, this is a one-stop shop, um, and that's going to be great because it's all going to be in app, and then you just point them to the right direction in the app. You don't have to, to make them log into new things or anything like that. Um, and so for me, and then in my mind, like I'm always thinking about sustainability and longevity of the game, and making it easier for users is going to help the success of the game. Absolutely. I get. Yep. For me... I was thinking about when they announced this DEX on Thursday and how multi-chain DEX expected to be the number one highest volume DEX. To me, it goes hand in hand with the realms, right? I, I've heard Yawn state in multiple different prior AMAs, not necessarily Stepan AMAs, but the AMAs he does with 
with, with, with other, other groups, right? Oftentimes it's with these exchanges and other places that there were these additional chains coming to the game. And at the time we were only on Solana and he said the second chain would be Binance and the third chain would be ETH and we'd be on Ethereum. And that when we go on the Ethereum chain as the third chain, it's gonna be different than what we see with the other two. And that this is gonna be more of a collecting chain. Maybe you won't play the game in the same way. And now we're learning with the fourth realm could be completely different again. And it could be could be a different skin on top and play the game completely differently. And the one thing that ties them together is GMT. And when they announced on Thursday about the decks, these, these bells started going off in my head and saying, okay, you know, a lot of the people that have heard Ethereum think this is not possible. You can't play the game on Ethereum, even if it's just for collecting because the gas fees are just too high and it breaks everything, right? But what happens if you have a DEX, the number one DEX that's built directly into the game? And this DEX connects to our spending accounts where now I can have stuff that's on Solana chain that's in my spending account that I can send through the DEX over to the Binance spending account, never having to go to a wallet, leaving outside the app, coming back into the other wallet, back inside the app, it goes to the DEX. And if that's the case, and we launch this third chain, right, that's on, let's say, Ethereum, would that help eliminate the gas fee problem if you never have to take it out of spending and actually put it on the Ethereum chain? If you're playing in-app on the in-app server and going through the DEX, I would think that would make gas fees a lot better. A lot of people speculated it could be Ethereum sidechain. I think that's a strong possibility as well. But I think the DEX could tie into that really huge as well. No? No way at all? Why not? Why not, Caitlin? You're shaking your head. I'm sticking with the third realm is not Ethereum and it's not a layer two on Ethereum. I'm sticking with it. I have to. You have to stick with it. Yeah. So, yeah. so, so tell everybody your theory. You're shaking your head. You think it's a coin market cap metaverse realm, correct? It could be. I think it's going to be a different realm that's like built. Actually, didn't Jan say something about it not being built on Binance? My, my so, first, so he talked about it today and he game. said it's going to be retail and business focused, that it's going to be the beginning of a B2B to C. And he's also said in the past that every new realm will always launch with a branded partner. So my theory is okay, it's so, going to launch with Adidas and it'll be Adidas Yeezy type sneakers on Ethereum. Beautiful. I love that. But I don't think they're ready for Adidas. I feel like right now, since we're in kind of a bear market, they'll wait. But I think that I, I think we all need to remember that the next realm doesn't have to be a move to earn. Correct. And I think that's kind of important. When I talk about like coin market cap using this this step in NFT badge as a ticket to get into this third realm, this third realm, it might not be a move to earn. I mean, it probably is. But it could be anything, right? Yeah, that's what Jan said. It could be more of a collecting realm. You know, so if you think about a celebrity buying a $150,000 Yeezy sneaker to use as their PFP on social media, they don't necessarily have to play the game with that sneaker. It could be something totally different. And where are NFTs biggest on Ethereum, right? If you're on OpenSea and selling, selling you know, uh, NFTs to celebrities, that's kind of where you want to be. But, but we'll see. Guess Fun fact, there. Adidas owns Reebok. Oh, do they really? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's pretty cool, too. That's definitely cool. What do you think, Beth? I really think about a third and fourth realm. Oh, I was wrong with my theory, so I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> wrong theories are fun. <laughs> I, 
I thought the third realm was already. I, I was saying, I was thinking that the first one was Solana, the second one was Binance, and the third one was already at um, ASICs. And so, I'm wrong. How about you, Jay? I. Uh, as far as I, I don't know if. Uh... So I'm thinking about like what you were saying, and I'm thinking of how how Ethereum works in other games where they've um, or just other projects and have to be games where they've kind of done something similar where they've gone multi-chain. And uh, like so I've seen a lot of stuff like, for example, um, projects using maybe like uh, uh, Matic Polygon, yep. um, which is basically built on top of Ethereum. So you can you can bridge uh, from Polygon onto Ethereum and from Ethereum onto Polygon, but you still have to pay those gas fees um, if you're if you're on Ethereum trying to bridge over um, to somewhere else. When you're on Ethereum, you have to pay the Ethereum taxes. I mean the, the Ethereum gas fees. When you're going from somewhere else onto Ethereum, then you don't pay Ethereum gas fees. You pay whatever networks gas fees you're on so um that's my concern with ethereum and ethereum i've been a part of a few projects on ethereum and the gas fees basically eat up all of the um, of the profits and it's just you know if we put i think if we were to put uh the game on ethereum it would bring even more congestion onto the network and the way that the ethereum network uh works as far as um when it puts orders through, it works on a bidding system. So the more traffic, then the higher the bids must be in order for those transactions to go through. Um, so I don't know, it just makes it, I think, I don't think it would be, um, unless, unless like you said, it, it's, it's not like a move to earn network, right? Maybe it could be just where maybe badges are being used just on the Ethereum network. So you have to have badges on Ethereum network for something else, I don't know. But um, I don't know. Um, it, I think it would just be so expensive on the Ethereum network. Um, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it would work. Yeah, we got an expert here, right? Andrew, Gary V's got a massive NFT project. I, I, I assume Ethereum's a, a major part of that. What, what's your perspective on Ethereum? Is that somewhere you think stepping ends up someday or is it something they should avoid? Um, you know, Ethereum is going to be very interesting this summer with uh, proof of stake instead of proof of work. So currently Ethereum is proof of work that this requires summer. all of the gas fees. And that's why there's people mining. Um, so, I mean, yeah, Ethereum 2.0 is expected to roll out, I think, this summer. But whenever that happens, no? <laughs> K-Train shaking his head. Um, I hope so. I hope so. They, they keep so. delaying. It's, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed. But whenever that happens... It's going to be great for Ethereum. It's going to be great for every NFT project on uh, ETH because all those gas fees are going to basically disappear. Um, and it's going to be somewhat closer to Solana. Solana is amazing because of the amount of transactions that it can process per minute, which I think far out, far exceeds Ethereum. Um, so I don't know. It'll be interesting. I don't know if necessarily like, Stefan's ready for Ethereum. Maybe he'll wait for that. Um, I mean, it'd be cool to see see them implement it, but I, I wouldn't bet on that right now. Yeah. The thing that's mind-blowing to me is I think about the spending wallet. Like, pr pretend we're back in, you know, a, more than a month ago, and we're only on the Solana blockchain. Just one place. We're just in Realm 1, right? We have all of this GST, 
all of this GMT and all of this Solana that's all in the spending wallet. Now the spending wallet is technically a public wallet that we can go look at and we can kind of see what's in it. But every time that we go out and we earn by walking, jogging and running, we're not actually minting GST on the Solana blockchain. We're just, it's just exchanging hands within this spending wallet, right? And the only time that an actual chain transaction transpires is when we move something from spending over to the normal wallet. And then you actually can see on SoulScan how that move was made of the GST moving, the Solana moving, the NFT sneaker moving, whatever it is. So, so, so what's been blowing my mind lately is I think about this massive liquidity pool that Steppen, that Find Satoshi Labs, has within the spending wallet on Solana. On each chain, it'll end up being that. What prevents them from building a DEX where they are the exchange? And if I've got GST on Solana in the spending wallet, and I need GMT on the Solana wallet, right, in the spending, why can that, that DEX not exchange it, never having to do anything on the chain at all? It's just with server side within the account, them exchanging it, possibly with more preferable exchange rates and possibly being as a way to earn additional percentages that go to them instead of Orca or somebody else. Can they partner with an Orca to help them run it? Absolutely. But I also think they could just build it themselves and have it be their own thing. And like, if that happens, how much more fun is it to play the game to not have to worry about network congestion every time I want to sell a sneaker, now I've got Solana, I need to transfer Solana to the wallet, now I've got to convert the Solana into GST and GMT, now i got to transfer it back and I'm worried about it getting delayed, worried about it getting lost. If it all happens within spending and the DEX connects to it, totally changes this game in a massive way. So, so maybe that's impossible, maybe it's not even legal, I don't know. But God, I hope it's, it's something that they could that, at least that's, trend towards. That's a problem that the entire crypto space um, the, the smartest minds right now in the world are working on where um, where any chain could just easily go from one chain to the other um, but it's it's not currently something that's solved yet I don't think sure we're burning through topics we got minting scrolls badges panda skins GMT use cases the China stuff and the toss new app update level 5 gems any of those uh, ring true to you, Andrew? Something you want to dig deeper into? Yeah, K-Train just had his hand up. I don't know if he's, he wants to throw something <laughs> in first, though. Go, go K-Train. Just the last, like, uh, thing on the realms. Uh, I hope you're right about Adidas. Like, that would be, that would be so amazing and so cool. Uh, but also, like, what else would be really cool is if it was the social fi realm. I know they're kind of waiting until down the road, but what if CoinMarketCap was that social fi realm because coin market cap has recently been um uh pivoting to like a a social type of app and cz owns um coin market cap shout out to ren on step and daily telling me that yeah definitely and, and you know it's more of a collecting realm it could definitely be a more social fi type realm it could be totally different than what we're looking at now for sure I think this is a, a great transition to the badges feature. Um, what was very interesting in the AMA, uh, what I heard, I think Jan or Jerry say about just attending the coin market cap event would get you a badge, which is exactly what a POAP is, which is proof of act, uh, active participation, which are NFTs currently that you get by going to an event and scanning a QR code. Um, so that's interesting to, to see them utilizing a badge sort of as a POAP. I thought it was going to be a little bit different. Than that maybe this is a one-off type thing or maybe they're going to do other things with badges where 
you know, if you've gone over 250 kilometers, you get a badge for something and maybe it, you know, you get a discount somewhere or changes your, your cost structure of, of things. So um, definitely interesting to see what, what the follow-up badge will be or what other types of badges they'll implement. Yeah, badges are the beginning of the social fly system, right? We asked about badges before in prior AMA, AMAs. They said, no, oh, it's kind of a ways off. That's not till social fly. Like the way that's going to tie into leaderboards and marathons and you can earn badges. If you look at the metadata of our individual sneakers, there's a spot where the badge hooks in, kind of like a gem hooks into our sneakers, right? And we know from the white paper that the badges can give us a boost to, let's say, GST earnings. So maybe for those that attended the Coin Market Cap conference uh, that went to the kiosk and answered those questions, I was able to do it. I got a video of me on Twitter. If I can get one of the 5,000 badges and hook it to my main earning sneaker and earn more GST, I mean, that, that's amazing. That's a that's a really, really cool thing that's coming. And and I could see it tie into all kinds of things, right? How, how much how much energy you spend in this new energy system, the, the distance that you've traveled, your leaderboard on a marathon, uh, lots of different ways. And it sounds like the badges are also an NFT, but if I'm not mistaken, we'll probably be able to sell a badge on the marketplace, right, for GMT, because we've earned another badge that earns us even more, and now we can sell off previous badges to other people. But it, it makes it interesting when you think about the, this this proof of attendance, right? If I attended the Coin Market Cap event and I've got a badge that says I attended, and I sell it to somebody else who didn't attend, and now they got a badge that said they attended, like like I, I don't know. So maybe maybe they have a tiered badge system. It's gonna be fun to see. It's kind of the same thing with distance, right? If I get a badge for I traveled, you know, a thousand kilometers within the app. Why would I sell that badge to somebody who hasn't traveled a thousand kilometers? So maybe the badge is more about the boost that it gives you and, and the ways that you earn it kind of kind of give you that badge, but then it's not it's not tied to how far it went. It's tied to, to this is a 10% GST boost or whatever. I don't know. Who's got something more on badges? It does, definitely makes definitely makes me like want to travel to an event more to get that. And especially like, okay, great, it's gonna cost me two hundred dollars for airfare. I'm gonna to have to spend money at a hotel to stay there for the night. But like if that increases your shoe earning overall, it's you know, nothing different than like buying a gem and you know, saying, Okay, I'm gonna sink some money in now, but I'll recoup that investment, you know, a couple weeks down the line. So yeah. definitely changes that whole structure. Uh, I'm looking at the US comments right now. Andrew, if at your New York yeah. City event within the app you log in, it brings up a QR code, and every member that attends the New York City event can scan that QR code, giving them a badge in their Steppen app that gives them 5% greater GST earnings, right? For as long as they have that badge equipped to their sneaker. How many more people is that gonna drive to live events to participate? You'd have thousands there because that's real money in their wallet that they're gonna earn because they attended that event. It's yeah. all possible, right? I'm looking at the comments right now and someone said ASICs badge, you get discounts for in real life ASICs shoes. 100%. Also, you know, there's so many cool use cases that could be implemented from this. So it's, yeah. it's a really exciting feature. And vice versa. You go buy an ASICs sneaker on the box is a QR code that you scan with your Steppen app and it gives you a badge in the app. It could go both ways. You get the badge and it gives you something on ASICs or you get the sneaker and it gives you something on Steppen. Like I can see both of those point. happening without a doubt. Yeah. Beth, what do you think? Badges. Oh, I was going to say the same thing as you um, when you buy that product, because when the companies come and partner with Stepin, they need to have benefit as well, right? So if we're buying their products and getting badges in the system, that would be awesome. I'm not so sure about selling the badges, though, um, in regards to like if you if you attended the coin market cap convention, like I didn't attend that. And so if I had that badge, that doesn't really make sense. Although if it is for sale. 
will be trying to get one of those. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. What do you think, K-Train? Anything more on badges? Oh, I'm so excited for them. Like, I, I think they're going to be... I, I'm so excited for the social fight. So I'm just pumped. It's going to be great. <laughs> yep. See if they put out an ambassador badge. Ooh, how cool would that be? That'd be really neat. Jay, what do you think? I think that's... For the social fight aspect, it would be amazing if um, at these events, badges were given out. That gives you something, right? Yeah. And like Andrew said, like people would start, like so many people would probably start showing up to these events because it, it's the same thing as buying a, a gem, right? Right now for a level two gem, um, I can't remember exactly how much it is, but it was like, Last time I looked, it was like 1920 Solana, right? Um, that's about what you would spend to go on a trip to an event um, to get that. So it would be cool if it, I don't, I don't know if that's how it would work, um, where you would get a boost or if it would give you more earnings for GST, GMT, whatever it may be. Um, but I mean, all these ideas that you guys are throwing throwing around right now are uh, amazing so i'm definitely uh excited to see uh what they what they do when they come out yep. the other thing that i think we'd be remiss if we didn't mention is that it's now become exceedingly clear over the last couple amas the last couple weeks that the step in team is really thinking about b2b right and b2b to c and how they're engaging with other companies and i think every big thing that you're going to see launched in the near term is going to be tied to somebody else, right? Our first badge system tied to coin market cap, our next realm likely tied to another sneaker brand, another company. And, and I think that the badge systems tie in so perfectly to that. When you hear Mabel, who's our new chief revenue officer talk last AMA, right? They're, they're looking at, at health clubs. They're looking at healthcare organizations. Imagine if I join Blue Cross Blue Shield and one of the benefits is that I get a step in badge that encourages me to go out and exercise every day as a Blue Cross Blue Shield member, right? Imagine if I join Planet Fitness and there's a Planet Fitness badge that as a part of my monthly membership to work out at Planet Fitness, I get a badge in the game to also encourage me to go outside in the actual sun and touch grass and go walk, jog, or run every day. Like I, I, I really see a lot of the things that we have coming in this pipeline being tied to, to things out in the real world and other businesses, other blockchains. And, and one of the amazing things that I heard them say is, you know, we're quickly getting to the point as we're transitioning from phase four to phase five, that instead of us going out to another business or going out to another blockchain and that blockchain is onboarding Steppen, it's very quickly going to be, we're Steppen and we're going to onboard them. They're not onboarding us. And and, and that that's exciting. That that's really really cool. Anybody else got anything yeah. else on badges before we move on? I I think um, one advantage that Steppen has over any other game that I've probably ever played in the crypto space is that the fitness space is such a big um, space overall, right? I think it's like a half a trillion dollar a year space or something like that. Um, so for like you know, everybody, everybody's trying to compare step into like Axie Infinity and stuff like that. They're like, oh, it's a Ponzi, just like Axie, gonna die, can't be sustained. But something that step in has that Axie or any other game has never had is this utility, this fit, fitness, social fi aspect and utility to it, that they can bring in real world partners 
and keep money flowing into the system and continue to sustain it. Because by having like this partnership with Binance, now they can take these numbers from their partnership with Binance and show other people and be like, look how much money we brought in to the Binance ecosystem. We can do the same for you. So now instead of them having to go out, like you said, go out trying to look for partnerships, like people are going to be sending bids into them. That's why they, they had sent that tweet out and your bids in and then we're going to take the best offer that, that we have available. So that means that means that there's multiple businesses at this point, multiple chains, multiple and not only in crypto, but just in real life yeah. um, that are going to be bringing money into step in. And that's something that's never been done in any other game, any other app, any other crypto project. Absolutely. We're, we're running long. It's a good conversation. I, I think we should start moving towards rapid fire. You guys ready for some rapid fire topics? And then we'll get on to Q&A from chat. Let's do it. Do it. Minting scrolls. Who's got something big and important on minting scrolls? Want to hit it fast? I'll go. Uh, I think that's just going to be great that people... St oh, sorry. You're asking the community. You're good. Yeah. You're good. Go. Um, I, I think it's gonna be great that you know it, it gets rid of these so and so quote unquote minting farms people that are just in the game or in the app not actually exercising just flipping shoes. Um, you know, all power to you. You're, it's not like that's illegal or anything, but I just think for the longevity of the project, it's uh, healthy and good for the floor price of everything. Speaking of someone again in the comments was like, "What's going on? Floor is dropping like crazy." The Solana floor right now is down to eight point seven Solana. It was just at eleven when we started this, so. I don't know if there's some other news that just broke that is driving that down. Um, but, you know, everything has its ebbs and flows. Things go down, things go up. So nothing to, nothing to panic about, just interesting. Could be people selling ahead of the expected China sell-off, right? And they're hoping to get max value for their sneakers. See, I've heard up to 10% of players could be from China with these minting farms. They expect it to kind of drop and then buy again at the bottom and come back up. I don't know. We'll see. We'll definitely tune into it. For the minting scrolls part... To me, the big thing that I heard this week that really stood out to me was Jan and Jerry talking about how minting scrolls will be 100% available to players that only have a single sneaker. So if you've got one sneaker and two energy, you are going to be able to earn a minting scroll. It'll be in a mystery box, and the mystery box system is changing. So if you go out and you exercise with two energy and a single sneaker, you're going to be getting a mystery box. And so we don't know if it's a mystery box level zero, or if mystery lot box level ones are moving down, or how it's going to work. But we do know that to do a mint, it's going to require two minting scrolls. A common sneaker and a common sneaker, you need two common minting scrolls. It's an uncommon and an uncommon, you need two uncommon minting scrolls. And that you can do longer energy sessions to get bigger mystery boxes and you'll get more rare quality of the scrolls. Or you could break up if I've got 20 energy and maybe do five, four energy sessions. And then I'm going to get a bunch of mystery boxes, but then I'm going to have to pay to boost to open. So I would not be surprised to see over the next week or two, as this gets closer to rolling out, changes in the mystery box system. They're going to tie into the addition of the minting scrolls, maybe changes in the boosting, changes in, in, in the gems that are in it, how it's going to work. Maybe starting to get the higher level gems being tied to, to energy 100%, but then also having this luck thing that's definitely going to drive up the, the, the value of luck gems. Anything else on that poor move? I mean, I personally have been doing the the one two mint flip strategy right now, but as the past week has you know unfolded with all the events and stuff, uh, just the market going down to what it is now. I'm just stack, stacking sneakers. So I'm at thirteen, going for fifteen to get that extra energy boost before the scrolls get implemented. 
Uh, I don't know if, you know, it, it sounds like it's going to be more difficult to mint after this rolls out. So just something to, to pre-plan for and to, to think about if you're a user of the game. Yeah. It, it, it's fun because I think about finance has its issues because it's so short on supply of sneakers and the development team needs sneakers to be made on each of these realms, right? Uh, there's a lot of new players that they expect to come in. So if they completely kill the ability to mint sneakers, then that hurts the game and they'd have to readjust it. So I, I, I don't know how much it'll actually slow minting down. My thought is that, that minting doesn't slow. It'll be just as easy to mint. The cost of minting will be offloaded from the current GST and GMT partly over to the minting scroll instead. And what it's really gonna do, and they reiterated that again this week, is change it to where instead of the, the, the mint farms that have 100 phones on one table making all the profit, it's gonna be like a profit share. And because they're not going out and moving to earn, they're gonna have to buy minting scrolls from us for GMT. And then all of us that are going out and earning every day, we're gonna make profit off of them doing their minting farms until it squeezes them out. And then it's the regular players doing minting you know, with, with the, the minting scrolls that we get on each of our sessions, maybe multiple a day, depending on how it works. It's going to be fun to see. Panda skin event. Rerolling of your skin of your sneaker with a gem. Rerolling your gem slot to a higher quality. You got a common gem slot, octagon, no triangles. It's going to add on a triangle, potentially a rare chance when you burn gems into your sneakers. Um, we got we got a little bit more alpha on that this week. They went into a little more depth. Anybody got something big on that quick? Okay, fine. I'll go. <laughs> Do it. Uh, oh, that's awesome. I, I, I have uh, a lot of sneakers where I'm like, oh, if this only had a better gem socket. Um, and I have a lot of gems, so I'm going to I'm gonna light it up. I'm going to go for it. I don't want that panda skin, though. I'll sell it right away. <laughs> I, I just have a question for, for that. I don't know if anybody has the answer, but I, wanted, I want to know is – when you burn the gems, does it reset all of your sockets or can you like maybe pick one socket to, to, because if you have one that's like already boosted, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I want to risk that one. Yeah, it's a great question. I, I'm sure they're still in part, de you know, developing it certainly were when Jan talked about it a couple weeks ago, it sounded like they wanted to add the socket quality uh, boost potential to make the Panda skin event really special. So if I had to, to guess, I would say we'll always be able to burn gems in order to re-roll the skin of a sneaker. And there's the original skins when the game launched. Over time, they're releasing more and more different skins. And so you'll be able to take a level one resilience gem, burn it into a sneaker, and re-roll the skin to make it look like one of the newer skins. And do it again and again until you can get the look you want. And then there'll be these limited time seasonal events like this panda skin event that may only last a couple weeks, right? And maybe they do it once a quarter. Maybe next quarter will be a tiger skin event. And then as you re-roll the sneaker skin for, for that low-level gym, you can then have, a, have maybe a 1% chance to get a panda skin. And then as you use a more expensive gym, let's say you use a, an efficiency gym instead of a resilience, maybe you get a 3% chance. Or if you use a, a level 2 gym, maybe you get a 10% chance. To, uh, to, to get that special skin. And I think that the gym sockets will probably be similar. It's an interesting point you make though, right? It will be randomly one of the four sockets or can you say, I wanna burn the gym in on that top left socket. If that's my efficiency socket, it's a common. I really want an uncommon or a rare socket in that slot. I don't know, you know, only Jerry knows. Jerry's I wonder if you're gonna have over. to, I wonder if you're gonna have to burn GST as well, like similar with upgrading gems. 
you know, how you throw three in and pay 50 GST for those level ones to upgrade. So maybe there's some some cost of burning the tokens as well. Yep, definitely a possibility because it happens with everything else, right? GST or uh, maybe even more potentially GMT. Anybody got anything big on all these GMT use cases? We got a big app update coming this week. I'd expect there'd be two or three GMT use cases in there, but you guys have speculation on, on what we're likely to see as our next cases? No, nobody. I'll go. I, I think we're going to have the ability to uh, to potentially spend GMT in order to increase our chance of getting a double shoebox. Maybe right now it's a 3% chance you get a double shoebox. I think you'll be able to spend 1,000 GMT and maybe double that or triple that to a 6% chance or a 9% chance of a double shoebox. I think we might also get the GMT use case for uh, you mint an uncommon sneaker with an uncommon sneaker, and you've got, what, like a 97% chance, 98% chance you're going to get an uncommon shoebox, right? I think that that 25% that chance that you get the common sneaker from the uncommon shoebox, you're going to be able to burn GMT potentially this week, and uh, and that'll that'll reduce the chance from 25 maybe in half. Maybe not. It's only 12.5% chance you get it. I think those could be two of the two of the next ones coming. And there's, there's a whole bunch, right? I think we're up to 12 that we've heard about. Uh, that could be hitting. I'd expect two more to be hitting immediately. Did they say the the respec is coming out soon in this update, or is it uh an, like further down? Yeah, they addressed that again in this AMA, um, and and they said it relative to some of the other stuff coming that the respec would happen before the triple earnings is the way I heard it. I believe um, when he was asked about the triple earning Trailblazer event, and I think Jan said the respec will come before that. So I, I think within the next. If I had to guess, I think Jerry and the and the dev team have probably been working on this one big update that changes all the systems over the last two or three months. And it kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And then in addition to that, they've got several more incremental updates that are adding on these GMT use cases and adding on minting scrolls and adding on all these other things. And if history is a, a guide, as I look back to 0 0.6.4 and 0 0.6.5, and now we're at 0 0.6.6, I think it was I think it was 0.4 and 0.5 were described to us in AMA as two different updates, but then when we got it, it actually slammed them together, and the stuff they said was coming the next week actually came together. I would not be surprised at all if this next update we see more things included because as these things get delayed and pushed back, that they, they can kind of collapse the branches and give us more things faster than they attend. That's the, that's been the history of the team. We'll see. I know that I know with so many devs they have now, they want to do more QA testing as well. So maybe this big update that changes all the systems, they want to get that out first and see that that's smooth before they dump on the others. But I'd expect a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming for sure. That hits new app update. Anybody else got anything else on the new app update? This new system that's key to phase four? I can share something. Uh, I don't know if it was Jerry or Jan that said this, but they said that this app update has taken more work than the whole step in game up to now. So you're, I think you're right when you're saying it's going to be huge. Yeah, absolutely. Last two I had on my list were the level five gems and the DAO. Which they talked about at the end, seeing the level five gems in the marketplace was cool. What is it like a plus 200 plus a plus massive percent? That surprised you guys to see that popping up on Twitter and in the marketplace? Yeah, I saw that thing. That thing looks crazy. <laughs> I'm Absolutely. I'm still mind blown that you can get. I think level nine is the the highest gem. Yes. So like we're we're not even close to that yet, and that's insane to me. And I don't even know what like those stats of that level nine gem or what it will look like. It's just yeah, exactly. 
I feel like people are very, very easily just going to cap out that 300 GST a day. Um, so it'll be interesting too, because uh, I think that was another GMT use case that you could burn to increase your overall daily spending. Yeah, that's live so, now. You can do that now. So if you get right, right. So I think if they continue to push gems, it's going to force people to then burn the GMT to up that value. Um, and I know you know the devs are are really trying to increase the burn rate of GMT. Yep, without it all. You guys ready for Q and A from chat? Chat, you guys ready? I'm gonna start grabbing. The uh, the ones I see that look good. Let's get my spotlight off. Make you guys nice and big. Very nice. Okay. God, there's so many good questions here. Here here's one I saw over and over that came up. About boosting mystery boxes. So many good ones here. Um. Here's an easy one. Cranky Boomer. I know this is off topic, but what does an NFT do exactly? It's a great question. Who wants to grab that one quick? Anything you want it to do. Definitely does, right? It's something that I, you can I can buy. I can sort of take that. Yeah, go ahead, please. It stands for non-fungible token. So it's a one of one in in some aspect. Like every sneaker here is a one of one. Like you will not find a duplicate with the same skin and the same stats. Everyone can have a use case attached to it. And there's something called smart contracts that come with the NFTs, which is really um, a huge value that a lot of people miss out on with like the, the PFP projects that are just like a flex for your social media. Whereas, uh, for example, my boss, Gary, has V friends and some of them have uh, utilities behind them. So like, for example, he could have dinner with you if you own the specific one that's called the dinner deer, you get to go out to dinner with him. Um, and get to pick his brain. So you, there's a smart contract embedded into the NFT. Uh, the technology has massive, massive implications for the future. For example, you could buy a home on the blockchain. All it is is a, is a ledger, um, which is no different than you know what you get when you buy a home currently from uh, from somebody. It's registered in the state ledger. Now everything's going to be on the blockchain. It's all transparent. And it's just, it's a new technology that's going to really open up a lot of doors and opportunities for people. Perfect. Amen. Very, very good. Thank you, Boomer. Thank you. Here's one coming in from Jalayland. Yay, minting scrolls. Not 100% what this is. Thanks. I'll do it. Minting scrolls are going to be an NFT. This is an NFT that you can earn when you go out and do a walk, jog, or run. The minting scroll will come in a mystery box and you'll be able to get the minting scroll even if you only have a single sneaker and you're doing a two energy session. This minting scroll is going to be required to do a mint when you're combining two sneakers together to make a third sneaker. It'll take two scrolls per mint. They are going to be the first way that we can earn GMT in the game. So when they launch, GMT earning takes off because we can list them in the marketplace for GMT and other people can buy them for GMT. They also have a quality, so they'll be common uh, minting scrolls, uncommon minting scrolls, rare minting scrolls, epic minting scrolls, and they have to match the sneaker that you're minting. So if you want to mint a rare sneaker with an epic sneaker, you'll need a rare minting scroll and an epic minting scroll. Folks that are doing 20 energy sessions, maybe they go out and from their, their high-level epic mystery box, they get an epic minting scroll. They could sell that in the marketplace for a whole ton of GMT and then buy common minting scrolls. Or maybe they take their 20 energy and break it up. So they do five energy sessions four times a day. They get four mystery boxes, open them up to get 
commons or uncommon minting scrolls that they can then sell or use themselves. Um, and, and a lot is going to gonna, gonna be learned when they finally come out. And then could be some tweaks between now and then. Good one. Good question. Thank you. Here's a great one. This is coming from Lamona. I saw this one several times in chat. Is a realm and a blockchain the same thing? That's a great question. Who wants it? Uh, I can answer it. So uh, uh, a realm can be a blockchain, but it can also be something built on the blockchain. Um, Solana and Binance are realms one and two, but realm three can be built on Binance. So no, it doesn't, a realm doesn't have to be a blockchain, but it can be. Good one. Yeah. And, and I think initially, yeah, probably was right. Realm one, realm two were two separate blockchains. 100% they've said in the future, right? At realm four, when they're taking bids right now from, from, you know, from other businesses, other companies, that realm could be on all the existing blockchains that Stepan has now. It could utilize Stepan as a launch platform. It could utilize the current marketplace. So maybe you decide you want to design an app called Biken and you've got NFTs of bikes. You would be the fourth realm. It would be on Solana. It would be on Binance. It would basically build a skin onto the Stepan platform. You could use the Stepan marketplace. You could use the Stepan decks. You could use the whole thing and you could build your app on it. More likely what they're looking at, though, are these other businesses. So they'd go out and find a business that then wants to incorporate in. Um, so, so initially probably was a blockchain, but, but um, over time, it's going to be a lot of really fun things that could be completely different than what you see from Steppen. Completely different game, a completely different way to play. Fun to see. I saw this question pop up a couple times. I'll, I'll pop a couple of them on the screen to give you guys credit. Uh, this one came in from Sparta. Any thoughts on multi-accounts? I also saw this one come up from Vismaya. Did Jan say at today's AMA regarding holding multi-account, is that allowed? Uh, great question. They've actually kind of kind of flip-flopped on this a little bit over the last several AMAs. Anybody got something on multi-accounts they want to help? Um, from what I've heard is that, um, that multi-accounts are currently allowed, but not encouraged. And um, basically, what they said is even if they say that multi-accounts are not allowed, they don't have anything in place at the moment that's going to be able to stop multi-accounting. So because of that, they're just going to say that multi-accounting is fine, um, but not encouraged. And coming up, they're working, they're working right now to create basically a system where eventually you will have to make a choice and multi-accounting will not be the optimal way to earn. Um, so right now, it might be the optimal way to, learn, to earn, um, but they're, they're working on things in, so that, you know, uh, to discourage that and so that that's, to make sure that that's not the optimal way to earn the most um, GST or, or, or GMT possible. Beth, you had something too. I want to add to that. Um, I just, I just tell, usually tell people just don't run or walk with two phones at the same time. Um, and I know a lot of people are afraid that like, oh, walking with their partner or walking with their kids or something like that, um, that is okay. Just make sure that it's one phone per person when you are using it. And if you have another one that's like leveling up or minting or doing something like that, then as of now, that's okay. And I do trust that when the team creates that um, system to make sure for, for you to choose, um, that they'll give us a heads up on that. I 
I trust them. Yeah. I always like to think about it like this, you know, oftentimes when we get this question, it's folks that are out there with multiple devices. They're trying to figure out, hey, am I going to get caught? Am I going to lose my assets? How does this work? But it could also be folks that have friends and family that like to go do earning sessions with, and they want to make sure that they don't get caught up in the, the system, the AI, thinking that they're multi-accounting. What you need to remember is, is that Steppen has a, a machine learning and AI built in, right? And they've been testing it and it's getting better. And anti-cheating is very important to them to make sure that it's not getting abused because that hurts the economy, right? So what they're looking at is your cell phone signal. They're looking at your GPS. They're looking at the accelerometer and the other um, hardware within your device to see how that phone is moving and bouncing as you hold it in your hand. You put it in your pocket. How does it bounce on your leg as you walk and jog and run? And, and you know, it ties into uh, what, what, what the IP address is, right? What the, the network address that, that's coming from your device. If you've got a, a Wi-Fi hotspot that, that's pushing seven phones that are all in a backpack, those phones are going to move in a similar way. They've all got a similar signal, and it's going to be very obvious to them that you're doing multi-devices on the same person. It's almost building a fingerprint for you, where if you're carrying two phones, one in each hand, yeah. they can see it's the same person, right? But if you're walking with a friend, you're going to have a different gait. You're going to have a different cadence. You're going to be on a different cell carrier. You're going to have a different account on a different phone. You're not all on the same Wi-Fi hotspot, and it's going to be very obvious the ones that are cheating and the ones that aren't uh, as they start weeding that out. So... You know, different people, different devices, different accounts, you're fine. Try to carry seven phones in your backpack, you're, you're going to get caught and you're, you're putting your assets at risk. I wouldn't suggest doing you know, it. And there are a few times where my partner and I were walking together and I, and I see our footsteps are making the same. So then just from time to time, I just divert and I walk away from it. And then Perfect. I come back, I'm just like, bye. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and it, it, it's obvious to them, right? The other thing that, that I would I would make sure that I let anybody know that's trying this multi-accounting, even if they're doing it at different times. Maybe they've got some sneakers on a device they never walk with and they're just minting with. They've got another device they walk in the morning and a third device they walk in the afternoons. Remember that we have another FOMO event coming out and they are doing a snapshot likely now, right? It could be a multi-week snapshot. It could be a multi-month snapshot. This is very similar to the prior snapshot they did for Trailblazers. And the folks that get snapshotted in this are going to have an opportunity to get future airdrops, potentially GMT, maybe sneakers on other other realms make a lot of different stuff that could happen right and if you are taking your nine sneakers and breaking them up three sneakers on three different devices and you're not going out and using all the energy on one account you're not going to get as much of a ranking as many of the 50 tickets that you need to probably get into this new snapshot uh and then and then the people that are above the 50 last snapshot the number one person got 120,000 gmt I was talking to Kevin. He was way up in that. He got a big number two. I don't think he disclosed to me the exact number, but I, I think he said he might have been as high as number two in that snapshot, right? And so uh, so there there are systems that the step and development team, Jan and Jerry, are putting in place to make uh, us have great rewards for playing the game as intended. That's definitely worth keeping in mind. Anything else on that before we move on? Next question. Thank you guys for the questions. Couple more. We're, we're kind of running behind, but these are great. I got active worker ask. Do you have any idea when renting and marathons might come? Who wants it? I think as far as the roadmap that I've seen, September was sort of the the month that they'd been floating around for the rental system. But you know, things change. Absolutely. The thing I would add is that um, Yawn, not this uh, AMA, but the previous one went into some more detail and said, listen, this is not going to be you as an institution buying a thousand sneakers, putting 
250 on four different accounts and renting them out to people that are that are collecting GST every day and selling it in the marketplace. What we're building is a system that's very different than that. Think of it more like you loaning your sneaker to a friend to get them started in the game and your friend isn't earning GST to sell every day. They're earning a way to get their own sneaker. And so I, I think it'd be beta tested in September. I think it'll look much more like loaning a sneaker to a friend so they're they're earning every day to earn their own sneaker and it won't be something that's designed to destroy the price of GST like what would happen at, at Axie Infinity and other places. It'll be very interesting. I, I'm interested at least to see if when you rent out a sneaker, if it uses your energy or if they get their own energy generated from that sneaker. Yeah, I think the whole energy system is going to change, right? It's going to be a new right. way to play the game on Solana. I think renting probably ties into that. But it sounded to me like you got eight sneakers on Solana and one on Binance and you're going and doing all your earning sessions on Binance. It's not going to be as simple as a 50-50 share. You're going to play the game differently on Solana in order to get the energy to share over to Binance so that you can go move and earn on Binance. And I can't wait to see it. I'm really, really excited. Um, hmm? Originally, originally the plan was that when you rent your sneaker out to somebody, it's as if you've sold it. So if you have nine sneakers and you rent one out, you go you go back down in that energy originally. But now, like you said, there could be a bunch of things shaking up. Do you think uh, the way that the rental system will work will be like kind of like you're selling your sneaker uh, to someone? Maybe you sell it at a premium above uh, what what you know um, what it would be what it would sell at right now if you just sold it in the marketplace. Um, and the way that the person that's renting, the way that they they're buying it is by they earn enough to basically buy it eventually totally becoming that. like rent to own. own right you're you're and renting your actually... sneaker out to a new player but you're basically putting your sneaker up for sale to that player and they're having to go out and earn every day to earn the right to to to, to get the sneaker i could totally see that yeah makes sense I, I see a few different questions that are tying into the same same topic of energy sharing if when energy sharing hits or if it gets nerfed with this new system would that skyrocket the bsc GST prices and the shoe prices. I see another one uh, that got asked a couple times from Rob Steppen. What do you think about Solana as the original chain getting some perks similar to the Trailblazer stuff? Snapshot of people sticking with Solana. I, I think that FOMO event's been announced. We're definitely getting that snapshot. I think that the energy share changes are going to be involved with playing the game differently on Solana. I do not expect it to instantly skyrocket or completely crush the prices on either chain. I, I, I think it's, I think it's going to kind of support and create stability and actually help the chains. Um, a lot of the people that are these, uh, these FUD, doom and gloom, sky is falling. Oh my God, as soon as they nerf energy sharing, the whole game dies. I, I think that they've, they're, they're trying to plan this out and make the game better so that it can last five years, 10 years and more that they're, they're not looking for ways to kill the game instantly. Anybody else? I think you hit. I think you hit it right on the head when you said, uh, "like that energy snapshot." I bet you they are going to do a Solana energy usage snapshot, which is fantastic for all the people that are still on Solana. For me, not so fantastic, but I don't. I, I'm cool with it because there's a lot of people on that Solana chain still that need some uh, little encouragement. I guess the gear that went off in my head was, you know, when you hear them talk about GMT earning and GST earning. And that they know that there'll be a limited number of players initially that will have a, you know, comfort sneaker that's at level 30 that can earn GMT. 
So those players on day one of GMT earning will earn the most. That'll create pressure where more people want that sneaker to earn it. And at some point it'll balance out and then players will flip back and forth between the two. The same thing right now between the two chains, right? So if right now people are using their Solana sneakers as batteries and earning on the other side, how cool would it be if they're developing an energy sharing system that forces you to go back and forth, right? So one day you earn on Solana, you're using a certain amount of energy that allows you the next day to use that energy on the other chain. Same thing with like having multiple mains. One day you use a GST earner, the next day you use a luck earner because you don't want the mystery box every day. Next day you use a comfort earner. Like they're building these systems to get us out into the real world and engage. There's no reason why an energy sharing system couldn't play into that whole thing where you're playing more on all chains and benefiting the whole project. It makes sense. Cool. Really good question in the chat right now. Should I go Solana or BNB if I'm new to the app? Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a really good one. Give it that credit. This is ESK. What do you think? You want to handle that one? I'm new to the app. Should I go Solana or BNB? I mean, I personally in the US feel like I need to be on Solana at least to start. There might be some regional uh, limitations there, um, but maybe some of the other guys want to expand on that. I, I haven't really spent much time on the BNB side, so if someone has more, more experience, they think they might be better off uh, answering that. All, all three of these guys sitting beside you, they're all on BNB. I'm, I'm looking to expand to it now because the prices are perfect for it. I've been kind of waiting for the prices to come down a little bit because I never want to buy in at peak FOMO. My advice to anybody would be, hey, none of us are financial advisors. None of us should give you any kind of investment advice. Everything we're telling you is yes. for entertainment purposes only. But if I were to try to read the tea leaves and say what's in the best interest of the Steppen team and, and what should I be doing if I was trying to forecast forward, my recommendation would be to play on all chains. They're going to build systems that if you're on all chains, you will benefit the most. The question is, which chain do I start at first? And then how quickly can I get to all chains that are there? They got something more? I know you guys are all... You guys are all on Binance um, right now. I, I would probably say start off on Solana, um, get to know the game, and uh, because it's it's a smaller risk. Um, so right now, and again, this none of this is financial advice. At the end of the day, you do what you want to do. You should do your own research as well. Um, but um, the the safer bet is right now is Solana because it's just a um, cheaper entry. Right. And um, and then if you want to go BNB from I when I was running the numbers and I did my analysis on it, um, it was only worth to pay up to go into BNB if you already had a lot of energy. So, you know, going with one or even three sneakers, it wasn't worth it um, at this moment because um, we don't know what uh, the changes are going to be in three and a half weeks. We, we don't know that. So there's no, there's no reason to speculate. So the safest bet right now is to play on Solana because it has a cheaper uh, entry cost. And, um, and they said that they're going to add something in three and a half weeks um, where, you know, it's going to help out people on the Solana side. Um, they've heard everybody complaining about the stuff and they said they already they've already made plans from like from way before that addresses all these issues so we don't know exactly what those things are going to be but um like i said in my experience and from my own analysis and research that i did unless you have a, a minimum of around nine energy 
you should probably not go into the BNB side just because of the high entry cost. Higher entry cost, it means that um, to get your money back, it's going to probably take a little bit longer. Um, so I would say uh, Solana is definitely probably the best place to start. Again, not financial advice. If, if only, Jay, if only they had like YouTube channel they could go to to watch videos that would like go through this whole analysis. And <laughs> We'll get to that in just a sec, everybody. Beth, K-Train, uh, I know you guys both had something on this too. Um, so usually what I tell people is that Solana is, has a lower entry price. Um, it also has a lower GST price, um, but it is more stable uh, compared to the Binance chain. Binance chain, it has a higher entry price. The GST is higher there, um, but it is more volatile. And I, I think the numbers have changed a bit because right now the floor price for a runner on the Binance chain is 3.45 BNB. And so that has been a huge shift, um, but knowing that there's going to be a lot more people entering in because it's going to be more affordable for Binance side, um, which means I assume that a lot of people will also be selling their GST to try and get those high prices. Um, so you could be seeing it go down. I also usually recommend people who, who don't have a lot of capital to start with or who are just testing it out to start with Solana, but it, it depends on how much money you have, right? And how much you're willing to risk. And just like Andrew said, like, don't spend your whole life savings on this, um, whatever you put it in, make sure that you are prepared for that. Because when I jumped into the Binance side, I bought my Binance sneaker. It was, it was floor. Um, it was a, a floor mint zero, but it was 29.9 BNB. And literally the next day it dropped to 15. And so my heart sunk with that, but we were prepared. Right. And so we ran the numbers and we made sure that like, if, if it went down, that we were prepared for that and we would be okay with that. So for me right now, let's say like I actually haven't touched Binance at all, the BNB side of things. How would I get into that? I convert, I send GMT from my Solana wallet over to the BNB side and then can convert the GMT to BNB to purchase a sneaker? Um, you have to. So right now, this is why the DEX is going to be so um, such a big thing, because right now, the way you have to do it, you basically have to send um, Solana to um another uh exchange where you can then trade your solana for usd then you can use that usd to buy uh bnb and then get that bnb and send it to your binance uh smart chain wallet in that within the app to buy to then buy the shoes so right now it's it, it is a little complicated um but that's why the dex play is going to be so big once it comes in but yeah all you have to do is uh send bnb from any other app that has BNB available uh, to your step-in app on the Binance side to the BNB address. Awesome. Yeah, I know it was like tricky with the US, but I guess I think like KuCoin might be one of the websites that you're allowed to, to swap to BNB or something like that. Or yeah. maybe I'm mistaken. I'm no, still KuCoin, trying to- Yeah, that's great. I love using that one. I, I send stuff to KuCoin and it's really easy to go, let's say Solana to USDT and then USDT to, to BNB, and then BNB transfer into the into your, your wallet on the BNB side. What you want to do is go into your step and app, right, and create that BNB wallet. If you press and hold on the top right, it'll allow you to create the BNB wallet. Or if you go into the settings, when the multi-chain is, you create it, and you create another 12-word seed phrase the same way. Once that wallet's created, that way that way you have you have somewhere to send the stuff into. Yeah. K-Train, look like yeah. you had something on this too. Oh, uh, I would start on Solana and I use crypto.com for about everything until the DEX comes out. 
Perfect. And with that, we are way over, but what an episode. I, I just want to thank you guys for being here, like the research that you did and hanging out and, and sharing your opinions and all this stuff, all the Q&A, everybody that's in chat. Let's quickly go through uh, each one of our co-hosts and our special guests and give them an opportunity to, to tell us where we can find their stuff and, uh, and, and what stuff they have coming up. We'll start up there at the top left with Beth. Beth, I know you have phenomenal beginner's guides and, and a spreadsheet that's a tracker all tied to your Discord bio. Uh, let, let everybody watch and know uh, where they can find your stuff on Twitter and, and, and what you have that's, that's available for them to come, come look at. Yeah, so my Twitter is bnbeth underscore Solvax, and um, there's a beginner's guide. There's a couple calculators up there in Google Sheets, so you can see the formulas that are in there. Um, I'm mainly on the Step Into Discord server now, I'm just trying to help out the newbies there. And I, and I just kind of wanted to shout out to Jan, Jerry, Barndog, Gilgamesh, Jason, and all of the lead support and support advocates because they have been working so hard, especially with all this FUD. And I. I also just wanted to call out to the community like this is our community and this is our app and if you are invested in this app then then you want to be able to provide that good positivity and and help to new new members and i've seen a lot of people there's there's a lot of people creating fud from copycat companies and stuff like that but there's also people who who are invested in in step in um and are kind of like trolling or like just kind of hating on people in the in the chat but, but just please remember that, that everyone starts off new and we want our community to grow so if you are invested in if you have sneakers if you're invested in step in that you want to help new people come on so that they can learn and so that our app can be successful um online, online chatting is is a bit difficult because you can't see the person you can't hear the tone of voice or anything like that so please have patience with people that are coming on and then also experienced people as well um Take it with a grain of salt. Thank you, Beth. Thank you for being here. On the top right, I see K-Train. He's got Steppin' Daily, the Twitter space, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I believe that's at 6 p.m. Pacific time, or what is that, 9 p.m. over on the East Coast. Let us know where we can find all your stuff. Yeah, exactly. So that's all on Twitter, uh, K-Train USA underscore Steppin'. And you were right, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6 p.m., but I'm also adding a Tuesday, Thursday morning episode for beginners. Uh, nice. I'm not sure on the time yet. I ran a poll and uh, we'll, we'll see who wins on that. But it, it's, it's, it's going to be morning uh, West Coast time. So it might be like, you know, noonish or something over there. Um, yeah. And that's about it. And I want to give a shout out to Barn Dog and all the simple people. What? Did he just call Barn Dog simple? No, Barn Dog was. <laughs> Never mind. Explain. I have to know now. <laughs> what does that mean? He, he was Barn Dog was asking a question on the AMA, and he was kind of saying like, "Shout out to Jan and Jerry for keeping on people like himself that are oh, more simple grass, grassroots people." So <laughs> yeah, shout yeah. out to Barn Dog, Barn Dog, and all the simple people because yeah. I relate to that. Absolutely, that was very transparent of Barn Dog. He brought that up to Jan and Jerry and asked about that. That was tied to that professional PR team question and all that. Yep. Very cool. Very exactly. cool. Dog, I don't think you're simple, brother. I think you're great at what you do. I love your videos. I love your ability to ask questions in an AMA in a format that, that doesn't have PR media spin on it. It's the format of a player and what you actually think. 
Sometimes I actually think you're too tough on Jan and Jerry. When the Epic sneakers came out, like to me, I was excited Epic sneakers were out because I'm not at that stage of the game, and I thought you were really hard on them. And 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 I, I kind of like that that they allow you to just be yourself and be hard on them and ask tough questions. So uh, so I'm, I'm I'm glad you're there without a doubt. Jay down in the bottom left hand corner, Bitcoin Daily on your YouTube channel, putting out great content all kinds of places. Has some great videos up that would answer some of the questions we got directly. Uh, I know that you're on a little pause. I'm hoping that you get some some new videos up soon. Where can we find all your stuff? What you got cooking? Yeah, man. So uh, Bitcoin Daily on uh, YouTube, Bitcoin Daily on Instagram, Bitcoin X Daily on Twitter. Um, right now, I so right now um, the reason I haven't been able to upload this week is because I got some sort of community guideline strike on my channel. Um, because they're caught, they're saying that, uh, I had a video on there with where I'm using like a trading chart and they're basically saying that it is reused content. And I'm like, how is a trading chart reused content? It's a service I pay for. It's, uh, I have my own unique settings. I have, I have my own algorithm that I've coded. Um, so I'm in the middle of an appeal right now going back and forth, but you know how, how it is, man. It's, I send an email. It takes them two days to get back to me um either way um i'm i'll be able to upload again uh either tuesday night or probably wednesday i think because i think tuesday night is when i found out that it had happened um so wednesday um should be the day that i'm able to upload again so i i had i had a video that i that i had prepared for wednesday and i couldn't upload it which was all about the bsc chain and you know uh whether or not it's a good idea to buy into it um, what are the risks that came with it, um, you know, and what that return looked like depending on the price and all that. So um, I'll have to, by, by now the price has completely changed. So I'm gonna have to redo that video uh, for Wednesday. Um, but yeah, I, I do I do videos uh, at least twice a week. Um, and, uh, and I'm super excited about the turnout that we had on uh, Wednesday. Uh, at the Miami event, I want to thank everybody that came out. I want to thank um, K Train, he came out. I want to thank uh, James for coming out, Kevin as well, and the whole uh, Step In project, you know, for backing us and supporting the project and the meetup and all that. Um, I'm hoping to be able to do this. Uh, I was talking about it at the event. I, was, I, I want, I would like to do this once a quarter. So awesome. We'd be doing it like four times a year. Um, I think that would be a pretty cool thing to do. Maybe we can even get some badges uh, mixed in there uh, for these live events. But um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I hopefully will be uploading again this week. Very cool. And our special guest for the week down in the bottom right-hand corner, Mr. Andrew Mason, U.S. Ambassador, the event coordinator for the New York City event that's going to hit exactly one week from today. I know you're also editing a bunch of content and putting a lot of stuff out and chasing all over the world. Let us know uh, where we can find some of that stuff and, and remind us again some of the details about this New York City event, where we can find your stuff. Yeah, I put my handle uh, right here across all socials uh, just so it's easy for you guys to find. Um, if anyone wants to come out to the New York City event, it is a week from today at 3 p.m. Eastern. We're going to be meeting up in Central Park right by the reservoir. There are GPS coordinates so you can find exactly where to go. Um, if you'd like to register for the event, it is free to sign up, go to the discord. And then in the top left corner, there's an events tab and you can find the New York event right there. Um, definitely register. It's good for me to have a sort of sense on the numbers that are coming. We have t-shirts made. We're doing a sneaker raffle. 
uh, GST giveaway. It's going to be great to see everybody in person. And uh, just thank you again for having me on. Absolutely. You want to shout out your, your regular day job and where we can find your stuff there too? Um, I mean, that would be just at Gary V, which <laughs> is uh, a very, very large channel across the boards. He doesn't need any more. <laughs> he uh, doesn't need it. Something over there. <laughs> I still think it's cool that... Uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot of those videos that. that you've seen have been created by me, but you know, and the team as well. So absolutely, it, it takes it takes a big group to work on something that's uh, that's that large. There's no doubt. I think I think Jay's at that place now too, where it's like, man, I, I need people to help, right, Jay? I don't want to do all this myself. Yeah, hundred percent. I just uh, recently had to had to move on from my previous video editor, so I've been editing my own content for the for like the last two or three weeks, and it is difficult, man. It's just it's so I'm much that goes. It's so much that goes into it, and it's such. Oh man, it's very very time consuming, especially when you're doing. I think when you're working on your own stuff, you're even more critical about it. So it's tough. It is. That's how you grow, though, right? If you're not critical of your own work, then uh, you kind of just become 100%, stagnant and 100%, complacent. 100%. So, very cool. Well, appreciate you, everybody that's here. Thank you to all the co-hosts. Thank you to Andrew for being here. Uh, I am sure we will have a massive week ahead. This will uh, be uploaded to YouTube, where you can watch a playback. The VOD is always available here on Twitch. Uh, we'll follow us all on socials. We'll be in the in the description, all of our social media platforms, and you'll see clips. Uh, to, to Jay and Andrew's point, I've been trying to cut up the podcast and put it out in clips, and it's time-consuming, right? We try to put it up on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter and YouTube and YouTube Reels and, and all the places. So, uh, so uh, encourage me. Reach out to me. Let me know that you want to see the, the smaller clips. A-Train's got a shoe. Look at that. It's even got a QR code. Very nice. Thank you guys for all being here. We'll see you guys all again next week. Later. Peace, guys. Thanks. Thanks, James. Peace out, guys.